0: Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 154 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church, and as always, I'm with my good friend, your media pastor Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh.
1: Hey, Shannon. How's it going? <laughs>
0: it's going great.
1: <laughs> I've done that like 150 times.
0: oh every time, it's I mean, fantastic. and I do my spiel too. So we have a spiel. Yeah, we've got a spiel. Um, it's going good. It's going good. Um, actually, my back's been jacked up, but yeah. I'm okay. But yeah. you know, I'm like standing right now. You're yeah. sitting. Yeah, you're I'm in a, You're in the the um, TPCC studio. Yes, That's, that sounds really official. Yes. Um, but yeah. So you said what? You're what? I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. Yeah. Why?
1: So you know how I have a
0: feeling this is kid related. I'm just no, guessing. No,
1: It's not. Oh,
0: okay. Uh,
1: so you know how when you're procrastinating and you don't want to do something, you find something else to do?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: So I cleaned my back porch.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's your thing?
1: No. It's just that's it was what it, you did. It's on a list of things I need to get done <laughs> for care and I didn't want to do this other thing. So I did mm-hmm. this.
0: Understood. Okay. Um
1: so did all that during the like did that yesterday afternoon at like five o'clock and all that it got dark so we did dinner and kids and then mm-hmm. after the kids went down we went to put all the stuff back and we lifted I lifted one of the things off the uh, ground and pulled up a giant <gasps> snake and this is like ten thirty uh-huh. and if you know Mm-mm.
0: me Mm-mm.
1: I have mm. like terrified. Like, it's a spirit, like,
0: <laughs> a, a normal
1: fear of snakes is uh-huh. nowhere close to what I have. Like, I have the normal fear and then plus a spiritual fear. Ugh. Like, to me, they are the most evil creatures on the planet.
0: Well, you know, they were used to, it's called ophidiophobia. I don't know how to speak it. Is that
1: just fear of snakes or, uh-huh. like?
0: Fear of snakes. Well. It's an extreme, overwhelming fear of snakes. Like. Anxiety disorder, god
1: awful fear of yeah. snakes, like god induced fear of snakes. Mm, mm, mm. And um...
0: did you even know what kind it was?
1: Nah, didn't I don't matter. Care. It uh, did not matter. Care.
0: A, slithery, a, we'll it <laughs> snake. a slithery, a sneaky. We'll do it again. A sneaky snake. A slithery, sneaky snake. But
1: anyway. <laughs> um... so, and I've killed a couple of snakes before, but I haven't probably, mm-hmm. I probably haven't messed with one since I was sixteen.
0: Mm. Yeah. So it's
1: been a while, and. Mm. Um. Normally, I shoot them.
0: Shoot, em, shoot them, it, shoot them, Elizabeth. But
1: it was on our patio, so I couldn't do that.
0: Yeah, and it's ten thirty at night. Yep. Yeah, might wake. And the then day.
1: so I'm just staring, like staring at it, and it's staring at me. And I have a flashlight while Kara's going to, to like find a shovel, a knife, or a hoe, whatever she can get her hands on quick mm, enough. Mm, mm, mm. And then I take the garden hoe. And oh gosh. Just destroy it, Mm. and then we and I shovel it up, and then I throw it over our back fence into the woods.
0: Now, for those of our listeners who were like, "Oh no, that snake!" You should know how to identify it, so that because many snakes are good and they eat things and stuff like that. I, I get it. I that. understand, but ten thirty at night when you don't know and you have a a fear, well, and I that, that think that's a dead snake.
1: And there was dogs around <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So, and I, do, I, don't take the time to. <laughs> I mean, like that's one of those things. I'll ask for forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> right. I'm if listen I'm, if
0: there's a professional snake person nearby and they can identify it and say no, it's fine, and they pick it up and remove it, I'm cool with that. Yeah. But. Me I'm, alone uh, no. or with me understanding there? And I don't know well, no. well enough. No. It's gone.
1: I'm, and because, <laughs> yeah. So, killed it. <laughs> and then, like, hands are shaking.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like,
1: for a couple hours. Like, I. So, you
0: were wound up. I was wound up. Like that snake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, that joke's. It, it, if I was a smoking person, I would have killed <laughs> for a cigarette.
0: But gotcha. mm. so
1: but so fast forward I had nightmares the entire night.
0: Oh no. Like I
1: just see a snake and I have nightmares. Mm. So I have not slept at all because Mm-mm. of because of that stupid snake.
0: I'm very sorry.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> like I took out that thing out mm-hmm. so hard it splattered on me.
0: So, so did you take a shower? Yes.
1: So I do. <laughs> I not bet you do. that
0: had a play in it because, I mean, it's one thing to see it; it's another thing to feel it.
1: Yeah. Like
0: you know, like to feel all that, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooey gooey. Yeah, and there's some details I don't want to, like not bad details, but just like visual details that that are the ones that like kind of kept me up that I don't want to go into because mm-hmm. I have to edit this thing tonight. <laughs>
0: You don't want to relive it again? No.
1: But, um, man, snake. I don't know about you, but I have the biggest fear. And I have no problem dealing with a snake. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think the daggum <laughs> evilness of a snake is what gets me. Like, if the devil had never used a snake, mm-hmm. I probably would just have a normal fear of If that's the right kind, it it can kill you. Mm -hmm. Kind of like you do, like spiders and stuff like that. Like I'm not deathly afraid of spiders or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but because I think because of the Adam and Eve story, Mm -hmm. like there's just an evil. It's ingrained in your head. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sure that's true for a lot of people. I mean, I'm I have I would say like the normal fear of snakes. I don't Mm -hmm. know, um, but I've never like um had an encounter with one i know a lot of people be like i open my sliding door and then there it was or you know especially like around summer and swim season and stuff like that when people are outside or like you were saying you're cleaning off the porch so that thing yeah. was just cozied up and, yeah
1: chilling on the warm bricks
0: yeah probably a little daddy snake and he was gonna go home to the mama snake and well, all his he baby not snakes. now and they're like daddy went out for milk and he hasn't come back
1: he went to reno <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. Well, I'm sorry you didn't sleep. Yeah. Um, I hope you will. And I just when you said you didn't sleep, but you were gonna tell me in host chat, that means we don't tell each other stories before the show because then it's more yeah conversation. Because that's the first time you've heard that. That is. Um, I was just like, Oh, this is kid related. This nope, is totally nope, kid nope. related. But nope, not nope. so. Not so. Um Yeah. So what are we gonna talk about today? I know what we're going to talk about. Why do I say that and you're like, I don't know. What are we going to talk about? Um, anything else you want to mention, host chat-wise?
1: Mm, no, because the thing that's happening tonight has already happened. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, but I think it's cool to celebrate. Yeah. So um, it's Wintersville week yes. here in Valdosta, Georgia. Yep. So Valdosta High School and Lowndes High School play each other on Friday night. Big cross-town rivalry. And, um, it's probably FCA. one of the biggest high it's school big, game in the country. It's a big one, yeah. Uh, especially when they're both doing well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but...
1: And it's a region game again.
0: Mm-hmm. FCA does a... They call it... I think they still call it the Christ Makes Winners Rally. Yeah. So And they, they do it during uh, the week of Wintersville, and um, Justin and several of our uh, band members are playing. Yeah. And, and I um, think
1: there's some guest uh, people playing with them. Yeah, I think
0: some musicians from... Um, I think it's at Crosspoint. Yeah, the, it's
1: definitely at Crosspoint. I just don't know if they're yeah. going to have any musicians with them or not. Yet. And then they
0: usually bring in a real like a, a chaplain from UGA. Is yeah, gonna
1: be. I think it's the basketball one this yeah. year. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So it's a big, it's a good deal. So, and and the the message, the gospel is going to be presented tonight, which is actually what we're going to talk about yeah. today. And and, and it's
1: and I think it's a really good premise because. I mean, I'm not from here, but and you've been here longer than I have. Mm-hmm. But this rivalry can get pretty nasty, especially if they're both doing really, really well.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good heated heated rivalry. I mean, I think even if they both were just like stinking it up, it would still be a heated rivalry, yeah. but Like Georgia
1: Florida for people that don't know high school football, like this is Georgia Florida level rivalry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. you have to go to church with these people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. On Sunday. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're you're there on Friday night, and then you see these people in church <laughs> yep. on church. Yeah, and Sunday. That's true.
0: That's very true. So, um, so yeah, that's happening this week, and then um, I don't know what else is is coming, but here's what I want to talk about. Okay. Okay. This is on my brain, and and. I, I don't know how everyone else does their processing, but I go through seasons of looking far ahead and planning. uh, And I'm talking about like as far as messages and church stuff and everything. But then, and then I'm kind of sometimes just in, I'm getting it done mode, like maintenance mode, like what's for that day. I'm definitely in a season of looking ahead. So I've Mm -hmm. been planning um, our 2024 series and, where I you know, acts part two <laughs> there's a there's a whole other book of Acts that y'all didn't know about we're gonna know um, no, but I'm looking ahead past Christmas into the new year and and it's just something that's really um, I would say'm I feel confident in saying that God has put this on me yeah uh, I don't I don't like to call it a burden, but in a way it's like a spiritual wh- uh, heaviness in as far as the importance of it. Mm-hmm. so if we want to call that a burden that's fine. Um, and, and it's this idea of like the opportunities that, that we have in front of us, Josh are innumerable Mm -hmm. every day to just kind of go, yeah, that's Jesus. Like just kind of point people to Jesus. And for some reason as Christians, we freak out about the idea of sharing our faith. I mean oh, and, the, yeah. and there's a whole litany of why that is we feel inadequate, we feel like well, we're not good enough, they're going to call us a hypocrite. Um you know what I mean, a, a lot of stuff and invalid stuff that that stuff you need to deal with.
1: You want to hear uh, one that I used to use when I was a, when I was a kid that is totally invalid? Okay. Sharing Jesus isn't cool.
0: Oh wow. Well, you're not cool for thinking that.
1: I I wasn't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but no, you're, I mean, that's a, and that's a good, um, I think example of where maybe some of our younger people are,
1: Yeah.
0: but so there's, there's a reason, but like the, it's almost, it's almost stupid the the amount of stuff that's in front of us that we're, that we would go, oh no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't, I don't want to make our friendship weird by throwing Jesus into it. That's. That's why you're friends with that person. Mm-hmm. See, like, we have this, like, mindset that needs to change. Anyway, so...
1: I, you don't want to, like... One thing that I had to come to the realization about when high school... When mm-hmm. I was in high school, is like, you don't want to share the greatest part of your life with someone? How I'm, selfish is that?
0: <laughs> well, and then, with that, to, for me, you said that statement, it takes me to the next question, which is, is it really the greatest part of your life? Mm. I mean factually yes well but as far as are you living in that
1: yeah i think the actual statement was you say this is the most the greatest part Mm -hmm. of your life and you won't share it Mm
0: -hmm. yep yep
1: if you do believe that how selfish are you (laughs) and then secondly if you don't share it do you really believe that
0: Mm -hmm. yep yep and so there's just I, i just think and you and i have two examples recent examples that i wanted us to share today and then any other things we think of, of just how the opportunity, um, and and this could be not just even sharing Jesus for uh, living out our faith with someone who's not a believer, but even encouraging those who are um, younger in the faith, they might be older than us, but they could be younger in the faith, but it's just like, it's always in front of us, and We, I don't know if if, if it's a warning for us today or something like that, but it's like, let's, well, part of my message Sunday was, hey, lean in. Mm -hmm. Don't be like Eutychus in Acts chapter 20 and, and get, um, you know, fall asleep while someone's preaching. Like lean in, like here's an opportunity to lean in. And I think a lot of us are, he fell out the window and he fell and and died and and he (laughs) was raised to life. I mean, it's an amazing story. But like lean in, there's so much in front of us that if we were lean in, you know, if we were to listen, if you want to put up your antenna, whatever wording you need to, to connect with you right now, but it's all around us all the time. Mm -hmm. The opportunities to go, that's Jesus. Oh, that's Jesus. And I think we miss it. And I think there's people, I know that there are people around us all the time who are searching and we have an opportunity to go, that's, that's who you're looking for. Yep, it's Jesus, mm-hmm. and um, I, so today I guess I just want to encourage our listeners to, to look for those those opportunities. Um, and and it doesn't take, it's conversational, it's friendship, it's it it's not as difficult as we make it out to be. Um, so let me let me say this. Um, I don't know if I want to share this first or last. I'm going to hold off. I've got a good C.S. Lewis quote. You know, I've been on a C.S. Lewis kick. So yeah, I'll save it. For a little while. So, um, okay, let me say this one other thing before we share our, two, our stories or examples. Um, we want to lean in so that we're paying attention uh, to what God's doing, right. but we also want to be reminded that not everyone has the same experiences we've had we're not all at the same time on the same journey at the same place. So there are people, there should be people around us who are newer in the faith that we can bring along. There should be people around us that are older in the faith that we can glean wisdom from and, mm-hmm. and you know, get advice from and, and that kind of thing. And sometimes, again, I think we forget that and we just assume, oh, everyone here is a Christian and everyone here has the same exact experience and understanding of of, of the Christian world. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Thankfully, it's not a level playing field.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. So you had an example um, recently. Um, you want to tell us about it as far as just, and this is like just an, a tiny example.
1: Yeah. Um, so honest, this is kind of BTS behind the scenes uh, stuff to start with. But so, you know, Justin sends out the set list early every week and then we, put in the computer, and that's how we have the slides ready and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And then we have someone to run the slides. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes we have multiple versions of the same song. Sure. Because different artists cover it. They do different compositions. They change some words. They change the way it's presented. So you have mm-hmm. to do the slides differently. Well, this week it was How Great Thou Art, mm-hmm. which – um, probably before Sun Sunday, I would say everybody knows how great that was. <laughs> but there are many versions and compositions of that song because it's been covered and recovered a thousand times because it is such a great
0: hymn. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Well, so I, um, and one of the other songs that we were doing has a tag version, which means it's shorter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the s- slide operator was asking about this one song, how great they are. Um, we had several versions of it. And I said, it's probably just a normal version, but let me ask Justin. Mm-hmm. And Justin goes, yeah, just a normal version. The changes are going to be in the instrumentation, not not in the lyrics or anything like that. And I tell the slot operator, and he goes, yeah, it's the normal version. And he goes, what does that mean? <laughs> I've never heard how great Thou art. Mm-hmm. And I go, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And... He goes, yeah, this this isn't a thing. And I knew um, this person is newer to the faith mm-hmm. and newer to church. Yeah. But even in the context of the world I grew up in, mm-hmm. whether people, you, still it. Yeah. people still know how great thou art, whether you go to church or not.
0: Mm-hmm. So what does that if there's a if there's a learning moment in that, what is what is the learning moment for you in that?
1: Um, so for me it was because of being, like this, just being a different cultural, like zeitgeist, I guess, mm-hmm. is because this is what me and this person ended up um, getting to the point of, like, we just have different zeitgeists in the way we were raised.
0: Mm-hmm. You want to explain that for our for our listeners?
1: Well, he did a really good job of it, and I'm not afraid. And I'm afraid I I would butcher it and miss part of the definition. But it's basically <laughs> what is common knowledge, mm-hmm. um, common knowledge to you and the people that are around you in the area of the country that you're in. Yeah. And this guy grew up in Florida, so mm-hmm. it was a different zeitgeist. The and defining, in, a, in a city, the in defining
0: Florida. spirit or mood of a particular period of history, as shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. Yeah. So you would have. I'm. We're sidetracked here, but uh, during the Civil War. Um, how people perceived the world in the South versus in the North, yeah, um, would be an example of that. Mm-hmm. Or World War Two, um, you know, what was going on in Nazi Germany versus elsewhere in the world? They had a totally different worldview. Yeah, how they were. About Osta, everything. Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wearing my Oklahoma shirt, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, so. Anyway. Just because, like I, uh, I'd assumed. Mm-hmm. even if you didn't go to church, that you knew yeah. church stuff. Right. Because everybody knows church stuff in Je- Douglas, Georgia. <laughs> because even if you don't go to church, mm-hmm. grandma has taken you at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah. And see, and this is what I wanted us to kind of zoom in on here, because for me, to, it's a great reminder for, for me. I'm just like internalizing this, mm-hmm. like this. What you, the story you told me, because you told me, I think, Sunday or maybe staff meeting. No,
1: I told you on Sunday. Yeah. Because I was like, I'll forget parts yeah. of this.
0: <laughs> but the whole thing is like, okay, another example of don't assume everyone knows everything or everything. everyone knows everything you know. Don't assume that just because we're in the South, um, you know, like you said, that everyone knows this, that, or the other. And I think I will just admit, I, I think I'm, I'm lazy in the fact that I make assumptions um, that people already know the gospel, yeah, and they already know and 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 they don't yeah and I'm a pastor, <laughs> I should be aware of this, like is this reality and and I can get kind of like, no, no, they got this I mean and miss you, it
1: if you like dug hard into me, it I would be hard pressed to say I believe that there are people around that have never heard about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, you, well, could, you could bring me one, mm-hmm. and then... Bring me one. Like, mm-hmm. You could bring me someone bring that...
0: Bring me one of these specimens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, you could bring me someone that said they'd never yeah. heard of Jesus, uh-huh. and I would have, a, like, at least 10%, 15% doubt.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I think, again, I think the, the nuance in that is that, sure, they might say, of course, I've heard of Jesus, but to know what... Who he the person of yeah. Jesus the the God the fully God fully man the the uh, the Savior the Messiah mm-hmm. you know the one who came to save us to pay for our sins that's where who Jesus is gets um, lost or gets um, twisted around or something like that yeah yeah
1: and I think it's a and it was a reminder to me that um, because we we think or we have internalized that people have heard the gospel. Yep. That we don't have to share mm-hmm. the gospel. Mm-hmm. So that means more people don't have never heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. because of our laziness, we're turning the US into <laughs> a a mission field.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's I mean it
1: as more so than it was from our parents' and grandparents' generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because we're resting on what they did. Oh, for sure. And we're, and we're not pushing the gospel. Mm-hmm. We're just telling everybody, come hear what you've heard about. Yeah. Like, yep. I, I think I can't t- I know I've seen it on church signs and, like, social media, especially recently. It's you've heard of Jesus, come know Jesus. Mm-hmm. We can't even assume people have heard of Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I don't know how this ties in, but you said something that made me think of it. Geographically speaking, <clears throat> so we've been in Acts and Ephesus is a is a key place in Ephesus, Ephesus, and um, the reality that today in twenty twenty three it's like less than 1% if i remember correctly of christians that are there really yeah but at the time i mean and you know what 25 years ago it was like oh we got to send missionaries over to europe well at one point europe was the great awakening i mean it was like you know the gospel was alive and then you just made the point of here in the united states so it's not like oh once a geographical area has been reached with the gospel then it's just going to stay and remain it's, not, it's it, up to the people yeah. that live in those places to continue to speak the truth of who Christ is so that all those that come after will hear those Mm. will no. Yeah. I think in my own life, you know, um, I've shared this many times with y'all before, but grew up, uh, in Oklahoma. So middle of this, of the country, um, you'd heard the name of Jesus. You knew about Jesus. I went to, I grew up Catholic. Um, I'd heard the name of Jesus. He was highly, you know, lifted. And, um, Saw the, you know, knew the, the,
1: the lingo, prayers
0: and, and different things. Um, but I had not, I had not had a personal interaction with him until I was 24. And so I knew, but I didn't know. Yeah. I had the information, but not the demonstration. And I think for me, that's the, um, that's the, that's the point of what's, I feel like God is kind of, um, stir uh, placing on me as far Mm -hmm. as, for our church and how do I help us as a church, as the people of the church, is that we need to be people that not just um, can have a proclamation of who Jesus is, but a demonstration of who Jesus is. Yeah. Because that's what Jesus did, and that's what his... You look in Scripture, it wasn't just a proclamation. It was often, often also a demonstration of who he is. Like there was a real something that happened that was like, oh, God's at work here. And um,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I think we're missing out on on the demonstration and l- allowing the the power of God to work and move. Um, and that's a whole other side, convers- a whole other thing. But uh, that's just kind of where my brain is right now. Yeah. Um. So you shared your example of, all right, here's someone who just didn't even know it. So that kind of makes you sit up a little bit, right? Yeah. Does that kind of well, put your antenna up a bit?
1: Yeah, because I don't remember the first time I heard that song. Mm-hmm. And I told him that, and he's like, I do. It was today.
0: <laughs> and that's that's awesome. Yeah, and and also it should make us pay attention. I, I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but uh, my mother's funeral, um, I requested um, it is well with my soul, mm-hmm. and the organist at uh, the church, Saint Benedict's Catholic Church in my hometown, had did not know it, mm. had never played it, didn't know it, and was just like, "This is beautiful," and I was like, "Yeah, it is." And the truth is in the the title, It Is Well With My Soul. Like, you can have assurance. You can have... I didn't have this conversation with her. I wish I did. Because um, um, I didn't think about it till later. I thought, you know, really, you know, there's there's a there's a little bit of uncertainty that can uh, be present in the way uh, Catholicism presents, you know, a relationship with God. As yes. far as, are you truly saved if you... You know, they don't even use the word saved, but have you you know, received, will you receive salvation? Um, and it's a lot, you know, it's works-based and, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And and so, like, the reality of to, to sing a great hymn, like, it is well with my soul is just not something that you're going to hear. No. Because they don't know. No. It's not, it is well with my soul is, is, they should have a version of, is it well with my soul? It's getting. <laughs> is it well with my soul? So, yeah. um, all right, so I had, um, now, I didn't actually have this um. The example I'm going to share, and actually uh, my husband did, but I wanted to share it uh, to some degree because, again, this just reiterates the fact that um, there are people who are newer on their journey of faith that um, are still learning and, and taking in the reality of who God is and the goodness of God, and that's wonderful. Then there are people in our midst who, you know, you could see all the time or quite often and you just assume, okay, they're a Christian. Well, I had this example happen this past week of someone who I just assumed was, and they reached out to my husband, and they were like, I, I'm, I was going to um, share an example of, I don't want to make sure I don't read anything that's the to me. Yeah. yeah, but it just said, haven't really known if I believe and had doubts for a long time, but I go to church anyway. I love that. I yeah. love that fact. Um, and then they mentioned something from a previous sermon a few weeks ago where where Justin showed that famous painting of Paul um, preaching a lo- about um, in Athens to, he's like, you have this statue to an unknown God, let me tell you who that is, you know? Mm-hmm. And he shared that famous painting that was done of Paul supposedly, you know, Paul doing that, not supposedly, yeah. he did do it. But it wasn't like it was a, you know, sketch artist that was there present. It was later on. Yeah. Anyway, and that just really got their, it, it awakened them. It oh, spiritually yeah. awakened them. And since then, um, and, and they've had some other things, you know, going on in, in their lives like we all do. Um, they've asked for forgiveness and asked for faith. And then um, just this past Sunday they said they, they felt like the faith that they said that they proclaim and that they know, um, they, fe- they said they felt like God gave it to them. Mm. And I just, I just love that because it's like...
1: That's why this building exists.
0: Exactly. And let me share this C.S. Lewis quote. He said, The church exists <laughs> for nothing else but to draw people into Christ, to make them little Christs. That's what Christian means. If they are not doing that, All the cathedrals, clergy, missions, and sermons are simply a waste of time. God became man for no other purpose, Mm. which is to draw people into Christ. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. And so, you know, I wanted us to chat about that a little bit today because I think I just don't want us to get lazy and forget that there are always people around us searching. There are always people looking. There are people who are... Who have said yes to Jesus? Who are still trying to figure it out? There are people who are dipping their toe in the water, if yeah. you will. And we, it's not like okay, everyone be on your best behavior. It's no like there's always opportunities around us to help people see Jesus. Mm-hmm. Always, always, yeah. always. And I have been reminded of that this week. And um,
1: well, I want to do better. Yeah, and I think this has kind of helped me like zone in. Like key in on kind of like the long game. Mm-hmm. I have for, I guess what I would say my ministry is for the church. Mm-hmm. You know my long game is is like, if we get lazy and forget, yep, the next generation will never know.
0: Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, or we become irrelevant to, yeah, in in I, the process.
1: Well, like that that that, that that'll happen.
0: Well, yeah, it, yeah,
1: because who cares about something they don't know about? Yep. Like relevancy will happen if if we don't mm-hmm. make it known.
0: Mhm.
1: So it we can we can get relaxed in our seats and Christianity can disappear from the small local local church and then you're going to have your big mega churches that you can tune into mm-hmm. because they're too far apart for you to drive to every week.
0: Mhm. So there's a detachment.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then it, and then it fades away.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And I just, I want us to be aware. I want us to be awake, like we talked about Sunday. Mm -hmm. I want us to lean in um, so that one, we are connected, but then two, we're continuing this. This is a, this is an ongoing process, um, an ongoing ministry that we're called into as Christians. We have a purpose, Josh, we have a purpose, which is to point people to Jesus. And for all of our listeners, I don't, I don't, I was just to say, I don't care. No, whatever your job is, whatever your responsibilities are, whatever it is that you do, that you spend the majority of your waking hours doing or those you're around, there are, I promise you, opportunities for you to go, this is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Let me point you to Jesus. You do not have to be perfect. You do not have to have the Scripture memorized. Uh, you, um, now, if your witness is a joke... And then you try to do that. That's that's something for us to work on. Like if we're acting foolish and crazy, and the fact that we even mention Jesus shocks people. Well, then that's just an indicator we need to get. Them. That's a different conversation. We need to get our we need to get our act together. Yeah. Um, Paul wrote to um, Philemon. He said this in in verse six, chapter one. He said, "I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective mm. for the full knowledge." of every good thing that is in us for the sake of Christ. Mm-hmm. The sharing of your faith may be effective. And that's really, you know, if we had to boil it all down, like that's that's what I wanted us to zoom in on today, is that we would be effective in this. And and remember, just by these examples, that there are people around us who are in the process of learning, who are, um, you know, we, we just don't, let's don't assume Anything. Because you know mm-hmm. what happens when we assume.
1: I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Usually um, I'm wrong. Um,
0: that's really all I wanted us to chat about today. Is there anything else you want to throw in?
1: Um mm, not not necessarily with the topic. It's just we have to be active.
0: Yeah. No, that's in the topic.
1: No what well, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean to wrap it up, like we just have to be active. Mm-hmm. Sit, sitting in the chairs on Sunday is just not good enough.
0: Mm-mm, it's not, and I'm very I'm I'm challenged by that, and I don't sit, I stand. But yeah, I mean, so. just <laughs> church happening in these walls yes. is not good enough. No, it's not, and um, that's what I I am desiring for our people to see, mm-hmm. and recognize. Um, so I will close with this. I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective for the full knowledge of every good thing that is in us for the sake of Christ. That's Mm. my prayer from Philemon 1, 6 for all of us. So a little bit shorter episode today. Yeah, Yeah, You know, that's okay. People are like, good, finally. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Josh, as always. Uh, What's coming up? We
1: got a few events coming up. So uh, uh, October 17th, we have a men's night, Mm -hmm. 6 o'clock here in the auditorium. Yep um grill teams grilling uh justin's leading worship and then we have chris musgrove going to be the guest speaker Mm -hmm. um then on october 29th we have our porch fest which is always a great time it's it's just our way of saying it's our fall festival Mm -hmm. but we don't want to throw fall festival on ads (laughs) and stuff (laughs) but it's from four to six um we have axe throwing um Tell Petting us about Zoo. this
0: one thing that you're actually responsible for.
1: Uh, the chili cook-off.
0: cook-off.
1: Yeah, so I'm super excited. Um, last year I won spiciest. Yeah. So
0: and you're also choosing the judges. So I'm a little concerned. I don't that know if a, I get to compete. I think no, you can compete.
1: I might enter it in like anonymously.
0: Who's the judge? Like Kara, Caroline, and, and Adeline,
1: and my mother.
0: <laughs> you should win it. That shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. No. But. W- but I, chili cook off. No, yeah. we started last year. It went yeah. really great.
1: And I think, I remember when you brought it up the first time, I was like, that's kind of lame. Like, wah, wah, wah. Like, that's 90s. That
0: happens a lot at staff meetings when I come up with ideas.
1: But we, it just worked.
0: Well, I mean, you know,
1: like, it did. Some, sometimes things fall away because they're unpopular. And then sometimes you try it again and it mm. works again.
0: I think, um, St. George Island does one every year and it's a big deal. And I guess I see that come up on my, you know, social media stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, if that's happening, like let's let's try it and see.
1: Well, and and I feel like it's it, with churches it's always like kind of like Oh, it's the three ladies from like the women's circle <laughs> making chili, and they just want someone to settle who makes the better chili.
0: No, that is not the deal here.
1: But like, you see <laughs> yeah, why? I, I do. Yeah, I, do. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. it wasn't that. It was a lot of fun. There was some some very different chilies. There was. Yeah, yeah it was, and they were all really good. Yep. So there was
0: an oyster chili. Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't try that one.
0: I didn't either. That's not my thing. But it no. could get most unique. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, I was, what was I going to say? Oh, with my ideas, I often, if I think there's a cheese factor to it, I preface that in staff being like, okay, this might yeah, be cheesy. Yeah, we did that Monday. Yeah, I know. I, I offered something and, and I got kind of some blank looks, so we're still maybe in the possibly, possibly cheese factor, so we'll see. There just wasn't a lot else. of detail.
1: Well, I don't have a lot of detail, but yeah, <laughs> anyway. But, um, since, since I am in charge of the chili cook-off, there are cool prizes. <laughs>
0: Last year, there were cool prizes. They were. I was in charge of the prizes yeah. last year. All right.
1: But I, we, uh, it's got... It's uh, like, I wouldn't tell them. Oh. Well, I'm going to show them when they come in. On oh, like then go TikTok. ahead and
0: tell them. This would be also good for... Well, I'll say this was... what you, the, the award would be good if you have smaller children and you want to discipline them and and you can just show it to them and they'll know because this worked for Mallory
1: yeah so uh (laughs) we have uh if you win spiciest or most unique we have a I guess it's a laser etched spoon that's uh a wooden spoon yeah a spiciest uh porch fest chili cook off 2023 spoon Mm -hmm. for those two and then if you win best overall we have it has the same engraving but it's a cutting board nice so just kind of like, the trophies were really cool, but then when I, when I was looking oh, for new tr- trophies, that popped up, and yeah, I was like, good. this is cool. Like, you this is... No-no
0: spoons or a cutting board.
1: Yeah, so this so. is... Like, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I yeah. might just order an extra spoon <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> um, It's going to be a great day, so we love to make sure that adults can have fun, so we're going to have skull axe throwing there, yep. and the chili cook-off, and then stuff for kids to do, and Trunk a lot of treats. trunks and booths and all that. And yeah um did and, we get the funnel cake truck no we decided we're gonna just to kind of, we're gonna um get in on the the cupcakes and make them a little more ah exciting so okay and that way there's no cost Ooh, for anything
1: nice so. because that was the only thing that cost money mm-hmm. last year yeah so yeah. it's
0: you don't have to pay a dime you can come and get chili and and hot dogs yeah. and, and drinks and all. throw axes and pet animals we'll try to keep the axes away from the animals a bunch of trunks um, for yeah treat so yeah yeah, it's, it's really fun. October 29th. Four to six. It's going to be good. Yep. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff, but we'll just hang there. Yep. So, cool. Thank you, as Thank always. You. Thank All you, right. listeners, for being with us. We appreciate you, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week and seeing you this Sunday. See you, bye. Bye. You've been listening to The 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.